Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. We can produce the same rate of pregnancy. So if a woman produces 10 eggs, if we've got 10 sperm, that's absolutely fine. You'll, you'll get a good pregnancy rate. So really that's male fertility. Prof, we have a question from Dusika. She says, if your AMH is less than 1% and you've had four cancelled cycles, how can you improve the follicles for the next cycle? <laughs> this is uh, a question that we would love to have an answer for because uh, we see so many women in this situation, particularly when they're over 40, but it's even more distressing if you're under that age. What, what an AMA, a very low AMH is telling us is that there aren't any follicles or very few follicles. So your ovary has run out of them. Most women still have follicles into their 40s, but the numbers dwindle. The most follicles you ever have in your life is, in fact, when you were inside your mother's womb at around about a million um, primordial follicles. By the time you're born, you've already lost half of them, 500,000. By the time you have your first period, you're back to 100,000 or so. And every month, you're losing 100 or 200 eggs. So ultimately, menopause will happen to all women. And we know no way of reversing that process. Once you get to low numbers of follicles, it's unlikely that you're going to produce an egg with IVF. People have tried many things. I certainly try uh, a range of things to try and stimulate the whatever's there. If you have a FSH level that is already 15 or 20 and a low AMH, the odds of finding an egg are almost zero because what the FSH is telling us is that the pituitary is realising that there isn't anything to stimulate in the ovary and it's trying hard to make it happen naturally. But if, it's, if those levels are high, then there's not any, any ovarian response. Um, I use a drug called DHEA uh, for eight to 10 weeks before a cycle. Sometimes that may improve the situation. CoQ10 I use. People have tried various ways of long, it's called long down regulation cycles in the hope of finding eggs. Some use massive doses of FSH, which is a total waste of time. So, you know, sadly, there's not much to be done. People are talking now about drugs that may improve the energy levels in eggs, but to date, no medication has been uh, shown to have any real impact. In, it's been shown in mice. You can get old mice to have more eggs. But uh, in humans, that work has not shown to have any impact yet. But it's where we're all looking. Prof. Um, she's under 35. 
Yeah, no, it's a very sad situation. There's no magic wand. The reality is that your ovaries have very few follicles. Ultimately, if you want a baby, probably you're going to end up with uh, accepting donor eggs. Prof, can you talk a bit about, share your opinion regarding lack of ethnic diversity among donors? Well, I'm not sure that's true because apparently, because IVF Australia actually has more Asian donors <laughs> Than, than Caucasians at the moment. So I'm, I'm not sure that there's a lack of diversity. I mean, obviously, who do we attract as donors? You know, who is it, the person in Australia today who is prepared to donate sperm with the knowledge that one day when the child's 18 in New South Wales, they may come knocking on the door and say, hi, Dad. So it takes a particular male type to do that we we've actually you know obviously there is a group who are unlikely to have children in the gay community and we certainly get a number of donors from the gay community and and within them there is ethnic diversity and don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select ivf journey podcast from the navigation menu Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.